Hello. Hi there. What up, friends? You are listening to the Batwoman podcast, potentially here with us live. Uh, I am your host, OG Rachel, and I'm here to be of an echo. What up, friends? You are listening to the Batwoman podcast. Yeah, like a delayed echo. (laughs) Okay. Oh, this is creepy. I have it on the other screen. (laughs) Yeah, like a delayed echo. This is like (laughs) endless echo. Okay, I think I fixed it. That was my fault. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, let me try to center myself on the screen so I don't look terrible for everyone. Hello, everybody. We are so glad that you are joining us here, whether you're with us live or you are listening to this later on. I'm your host, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with my awesome co-hosts. Mimi. And Amanda. And we've reached our season finale that will... Fingers crossed, not the series finale because they have not renewed the show yet. I really hope not. Like it works as one, sort of, but ugh, no, I, I want more. If if Batman Legends don't get renewed, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> like very, very mad. Yeah, I keep hearing rumors that it's on the fence, and I'm just like, please, like, no. CW, don't do this to me, please. <laughs> I don't have a lot of regular TV. I know. Right? Like, I don't watch a lot of CW anymore. This is, like, the one thing that I actually look forward to. (laughs) And, like, it was was a bit of an up-and-down season, but, like, I I really, really liked the last episode. So, ending now, I'm going to be mad. But, yeah, I I guess we can do our overall thoughts about the final episode. What did uh, we all think? Um, I agree. I really liked it. I feel like it had a good tone. It did like a decent job of wrapping things up just in case they don't get renewed because it would have been very annoying if they left us on like a cliffhanger and then didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it was very emotional. Like it really did a good job with all the character arcs and some of my issues that we had with the Alice storyline. I feel like it wrapped up in a way that wasn't <coughs> making- <laughs> so <laughs> Josie. Josie wanted to say hi. She had feelings too. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah, no, I um, I really liked it. I feel like they did a good job wrapping up uh, all of the storylines, and I think they left like just enough of a cliffhanger without like actually not resolving any plot lines. Because Smallville would do it where they just like ended the finale like five minutes sooner than they should have, and just like left it there. It was the worst. <laughs> I hated it so much. Yeah, honestly, when Andy was like, oh my god, it's like the craziest ending. I was like, please, when we don't have season four, don't like kill off a character or anything. And I'm glad that they didn't do anything wild like that. They kind of like left us in a place that I'll be happy if we don't get any more. Definitely. And our our chat agrees that they uh, don't like cliffhangers and they think that we need to see Alice again, which, yeah, that's a mood. Yeah, I I was concerned for a minute. I was like, wait, are they writing Alice off? They're not writing Alice off. They're no, no. Okay, no. <laughs> concerned for a minute there, but no. Um, Carolyn Dry seems to have confirmed in interviews that Alice is not being written off and will be around. So that is a relief because I do not want to be without Alice. Mimi. Josie Bean. Uh, a neighbor came home and she's like, how dare they? <laughs> No uh-huh, how dare neighbors come home um what i do you, uh, i i like think? the way alice was like handled 
overall. Like, if it, it felt like it's a nice little, like, oh, we won't see them for a little bit. Right. You know, but, like, yeah. I'd like to obviously still see her again, but I'm happy they wrote it the way they did for her. And I did like this finale a lot more than, like, last season. This felt much more like a finale for a season. Ideally not a series, but, like, it still felt more yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, wow. We have lots of comments. I was looking at private chat. I was like, no one's here. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we do have some friends that have joined us. Thank you. Welcome, friends. Oh, you're glad that you're here listening to us. So I just did one giant comment feed for our notes for tonight because I was like, they're basically together for the entire thing. So I don't think it would make sense to separate it into A, B, and C plots. So. That's how we used to do it anyway, so we got the classics, you know. So. All right, so we bring up in the, I guess it's um, the the reminder, and words are not uh, working in my head, the recap, yeah, the, re the recap that, like, I was Alice being like, oh, you know, um, I'll give you something where, like, the Joker would wish he were you. And that's when she told him about the Batcave. I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense because that was super unclear. Not yeah, so, I'm glad they cleared that up. <laughs> I, was, I was confused, so I'm glad they cleared that up. But I, I might, I might have said this last week, but I just, I don't, I don't like the Joker, the Joker, Joker scene. I just, <laughs> I've, I've watched the Tim Burton movies. I watched them all in college, and I'm just like, this is, I just, I hate this. I'm sorry. I just hate this. Also, also correct me if I'm wrong. Did Alice imply that Marcus like was crushing on the Joker? Is that? Yeah. I think she said that. She called it like a yeah. movie. So. <laughs> Do you? You know. Yeah. I mean, yep. <laughs> it works for uh, for this show. But yeah. Um, great music choices throughout the entire episode. Um, they've been killing it this season with the music choices and the, the beginning with Marcus like finding the acid bombs and I'm like the music was top notch but I, I do have questions about the Joker supposedly telling Marcus uh, his evil plan in like three seconds. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. Like hi small child let me tell you my master plan. <laughs> I am hiding acid bombs in the House of Mirrors in this abandoned amusement park that have somehow gone undiscovered in the next 20 years, and I'm going to blow up Gotham with acid bombs. Haha. -ha. Little baby like, Marcus is just like taking notes, like, all right, I've got this for years later. Like, or his, his, to use their words, there, his brains then get scrambled and he just remembers all of that word for word. Yep. That's how it goes. Yes. <laughs> You know what? That's that works. <laughs> but now so. fiction writing it down to be like for future evil plans, but in right. like childhood handwriting, <laughs> like when no you worries. eventually when the trauma eventually hits you. <laughs> why, why not? Why not at this point? But I mean, I, I do think it's kind of funny that it took Ryan coming into his life for him to hit like peak evil. Like, if Ryan didn't come into his life, like, would any of this have happened? Right? Yeah, that? that's another good question. Like, it was kind of just like, hmm, guess I'm going to be a supervillain now. <laughs> sure, why not? It's also like, I don't remember why exactly he snapped. Like, I know he snapped, but it's just like, 
He beat up yeah. Pig because, like, he beat up Pig to save his mom, but also, like, violence, right? Yeah, it was... <laughs> I think they kind of, like, talked about it, like, being, well, his girlfriend got killed, kind of, in oh, the yeah. Professor Pig episode, so. Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with that, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my cat is meowing outside my door, so. All the animals have very strong opinions about the yeah, finale. They do, so. You guys want to chat for a minute, I will be back. Sure. I'm going to check in on our comments. Hi, everybody, again. Uh, I do agree. If it did get picked up to HBO Max, it would probably get grittier because it's HBO. I would love that. Like, I was thinking as we were talking about the soundtrack portion, if it was kind of more like Peacemaker and kind of like the... I feel like that's the only DC show that's really gone that route so far, but that would be really cool if we got that for the CW shows. Cool. How is the Peacemaker show? I have not gotten to watch it yet. I really liked it. I was like very impressed because I wasn't expecting anything going in and I feel like they should give James Gunn more stuff in DC. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed. I mean, he's, I feel like he's hit his vibe, so yeah, good for him. I, I have to agree with Rylan in the chat here. It's, they said uh, the number one cause of crime in Gotham is absent death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> very valid, you know, honestly. You want to say hi? Come here. Oh, baby. Say hi. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> no, put me down. He's like, no paparazzi, please. <laughs> All right. We just copied another email we got into the notes. I am finding my spot again. Uh, we're on the Alice part about how painful yes. that was. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Getting back into my hatred of their, like, uh, you know, spotlighting electroconvulsive therapy and just the, the scene that Mary comes in and she's got the, I guess Mary said it was like a socket wrench that she was trying to electrocute. It was so strange. Yeah. And just why? Yeah, and I'm I, I'm not I'm not saying like this is a reason not to include things, but it did feel kind of triggering, not gonna lie. Um just in general to people that are, you know, struggling with mental health issues that just it was a lot. It was really emotional, but um, I mean, I'm guessing that's what they were going for. So I guess that succeeded. But it was just, it was hard. But I think it was also kind of just gave the um, it it gave Mary the push she needed to kind of like, you know, go over and be like, no, you need to give Alice the joy buzzer. So. Yeah. Uh, when someone in our chat and our friends laundry day said, "Who thinks Lucius is Ryan's dad?" and I was like. Oh, that would be a plot twist. I mean, I do remember hoping that Ryan and Luke would just low-key be siblings out of just the, like, that would be very cute. Um, it would be. It would be. I think one secret brother might be enough, though. Like, we might be going overboard with more secret true. brothers. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a lot. <laughs> Surprise! As, as, long as, as long as they don't make it, Bruce... I, one of the articles, I, I sent link out to a couple articles right before uh, we went live on the Twitter account. Um, I think one of them asked about Ryan's dad and Carolyn Drys basically said they haven't like determined it really or haven't really given any hints as to who it is. So, Well, I wouldn't hate it if he was like totally irrelevant. I feel like the women of this series are so much more important that like not placing a lot of importance on him wouldn't be a problem. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't 
I, I feel like they would do it because they need to feel like it would like legitimize Ryan somehow as like being worthy of it, and I don't want that. So. Yeah, no, we don't need that. Plus, like she just started fixing things with Jada. I'd rather more of that. Yeah, like oh. that, that's fine. I don't, I don't need a dad added to uh, this right now, anyway. So, that's I, I do also appreciate that like. Mary looks extra, like, take charge E this episode. I'm like, good for you rocking those, like, leather pleather pants and, like, rocking yes. the different hairstyle. Like, you felt more pushed together. <laughs> Not pushed together, put together. Put together, yeah. Honestly, yeah. she was kicking it. Every, when she came in and she was like, you told me I have a voice in this team and this is me using my voice. I was like, yes, Mary! Yeah. has, like, a really great moment like that with Jacob in, like, the season two finale, too. Like, I yes. feel like Mary is just killing it every finale. We need more yes. She was kicking so much ass and I loved it. Um, one of our friends in the comments said uh, if Bruce was Ryan's dad, then she and Alice would be cousins. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel like I don't need anyone else to be like secretly related. I'm good with all of that. No, that's okay. <laughs> Wait, I don't I don't need to know that. That's fine. You can leave that. So. Yeah. Um yeah. so I've had a lot of feelings about the Joy Buster plot. <laughs> I think that's um an understatement. But I honestly really like how they wrapped it. And I, it was one of the other articles with Carolyn Drives as she was talking about how like they didn't want to give it to Alice in the end because they didn't want it to be like a magical fix for all of the all of the stuff that all of her like mental issues and like so if we're completely divorcing this from the fact that they just gave it to Marcus as a complete fix to all of his mental issues. We're yeah. just gonna throw that completely out of the window and not pay attention to that right now. I really like that. So. Yeah, I agree. I liked Alice Alice's portion of that plot a lot, but I kind of hated where they went with Marcus. Although I'm glad we didn't get like a shock ending where he wasn't actually better either. Like I don't know what I wanted them to do with him, but Right, right. Yeah, I think in some of the articles Carolyn Drives is also kind of saying they're like, Oh well, you know, we'll see if it sticks and I was like, Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, I don't I don't want Marcus 2.0 next season. That's just, no, thank you. The only thing I liked about the Joy Blitzer scene with Marcus was that the way they shot Alice giving it to Ryan and then Ryan just slapping him on the side of the head. <laughs> it just was a really good, like, cut. And the way they edited that, I was like, bravo, guys. That was no, such a good, like, I am. It was quality. I, I, enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed that entire scene, honestly. Next season, I just want Sophie to get a job. She has a job. It's sassy one-liners and looking fabulous all the time. Yes. You know what I'm but yeah, she does no, deserve money. I think Ryan, uh, once again, the head of Wayne uh, Industries, is going to give her a job as, like, her personal, you know, like, secretary slash bodyguard. Bodyguard. I need the bodyguard oh, trope, because that's that'd be great. Yeah. There was, there was a low-key uh, season one Legends of Tomorrow reference, but I'm not going to explain that further than that. <laughs> yes. Mary was fantastic. And just okay so Marcus uses the bat tech to get you know all of his message out to Gotham and being like go outside I feel like 99% of Gotham would just be like we do not know we don't care <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we would just not care so I, I feel like that would not work but you know sure why not also there's 10 million people in Gotham that feels right that's a big city. <laughs> yeah, I guess that feels right, but, like, we don't ever see it. Yeah, I was just like, there's, like, two million people in Chicago. It's the third biggest city in the United States, so. True, yeah. That's, that's a lot of people, but, you I, know. 
I did. I think I shared it on my Facebook, but it was a funny post about um, why people don't leave Gotham because, like, well, at least Batman will handle the villains. Like, if you go to Metropolis, you get attacked by aliens. If you do all these other things, and I just was like, <laughs> they make a good point there. It's like, well, the rent's probably super cheap. Yeah, it's valid. Given all the chaos that happens in Gotham all the time. I'm going to drink water for a second, but I'll be back. But, like, also, I do agree with your Luke and Jada talking about his dad. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's like cracking the Jada just walking in. That was A plus. Um I have I do actually I've I've really appreciated Jada in the last couple episodes. She's just really been on par and like doing really good by Ryan for once. It just makes me happy. I hope she sticks around. Yes. I really hope we have Jada and reformed, no longer crazy Marcus as like season regulars and like I want them to have family dinners to, like, redo what they didn't get to get this yes. time around. Yes. And just yes. normal scenes and, like, properly hanging out with Sophie. Like, I want the gang. Like, yeah. you don't need to have the full family to be a flesh-out person, but it would still be nice for Ryan to have that normalcy. Yes. Yes, exactly. I want... And one of the Carolyn Drive's interviews was talking about how they just wanted this ending to, like, just be a pure win for Ryan. And I was like, yes, I love that. I want that so much. Yeah. Ryan to be happy. And it, it did kind of remind me of season three finale of Arrow in that way, which looking back, I'm like, you know, there were obviously a lot of fallout from that season, but like towards the end of it, like just Oliver and Felicity just being happy. Um, it was like, that's the, the vibes it kind of gave me. So I like that. It made me happy. But yeah. So. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Luke and Jada talking about his dad gave me lots of feelings, but and the team being like, yeah, good question. Where is Ryan? Where did she go? Sophie, you know where she went, right? Like, so, yes, let's yeah, make Sophie yeah. lie. You know where she is. They really need to get better at the whole, like, undercover lying thing as a team. They do. They really do. But, um, yeah, no, Ryan referring to Mary as her best friend just gives me life, always. Thank will you. To do that, so. Oh, gosh, the Ryan and Alice scene was like, I, I was dying at, towards the beginning of it because Alice was just like going into the normal banter and I was like, Alice, I feel like you're not getting into what you need to do right now. No. <laughs> like, okay, okay. But we're, we're, we're playing on it. And like, Jada's got the hookup with the goods and Sophie has a really good point that I'm like, Jada could have been a lot more helpful earlier than this in the season, but. It have been great. I want to hope going forward she'll continue to be because I like that she was helpful to Luke and just the team. Yeah. But also it was really funny watching the like bar get filled with all the tech equipment. It was great. (laughs) It was there were some really good like light comedy moments in the episode. I appreciate that for sure. Okay, so Alice said in her you know in her spiel about how she figured out the plan that the Joker was an Arkham, right? She said that. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure we established first season that the Batman killed Batman killed Joker. She mentioned that like he was in Arkham at some point. Okay. It was like a loose, like sort of like I went up to all the people that dealt with the Joker, like all the long timer people and like went up and were just like, Hey, has the Joker told you crazy stuff? So it wasn't like the Joker is currently in Arkham. Yeah, no no no. I don't think so. I think I think it was just her tracking down other like long timers. Honestly, I, I was I was like, oh, yeah. It's supposed to be like Bruce killed 
uh, unalived Joker, and then um, yeah, yeah, peaced out because he was like, mm, I did a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I, was, I was like, uh, um, I'm pretty sure we established that, but yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, still a little lost on how Marcus got all of that information in a very short period of time. And then also, did I guess, did he tell Alice that at some point? Or did Alice put that together? Yeah, I'm still kind of lost on the whole laughing gas. And now they suddenly know everything about each other deal. But yeah. I'm assuming there's a scene in there somewhere that we didn't see. Yeah, for sure. One okay. of the comments said they'd like the fourth season to be more mob crimes. I w I'm always down for more mob vibes. Yeah. Yes, that would that would be great. I would it's not like that. Gotham doesn't have enough mob, you know, like that's fitting. Yes, get me more like mob and less like drug dealers and gangs. I would appreciate that. <laughs> so I feel like season two is just all like drug dealers and I'm like, mm, maybe not. But okay. So yeah, no, Luke, I was just, Luke, when he said the bad <laughs> And like, it took me a second. I was like, wait, no, he didn't just say blimp, right? He that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. like and then it, it comes on it's got like the counter on the side and like the bad smiley faces and i'm just like like where was this all this time though like they just like, failed to mention that they had this <laughs> i think i think luke said it was like off an airstrip but like <laughs> i'm assuming he didn't tell anybody else about it i mean i can't imagine it would be super useful for a lot of what they've been doing but like I can't tell if it's, like, also secretly, like, an Adam West, like, Batman ref. you know? Like, my brain feels like it's a reference. Yeah. But... I could see that. But... Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was very, it was very campy and corny and good, and I appreciated it, so. I, I do like that they are kind of marrying the campy and the corny Batman, Batman into the, you know, the more darker moments, and I'm like, that's, you know, that's a good vibe. I like that. But if I saw the Batman flying over my city, I would definitely be like, okay, well, now I'm going inside. Yep. Right? <laughs> that's that's not supposed to be that. So. And then Ryan had her no one dies today moment, and I was like, okay, so we're just like channeling some minds doctor. I like that. Good job. But it was good. It was a good moment. But. Okay, awesome. so then DNA locking the Bat Trophy's room with Batwoman's DNA and not, like, the weapons or anything. I was like... Yeah. Also, like, when exactly did they do that? Because I feel like they got locked out of Wayne Towers, like, kind of unexpectedly. So... Yeah. Um, according to the chat, Batman in the animated series introduced blimps monitoring... Monitor... Watching over Gotham because it felt otherworldly. I can't word. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think it's it's been mentioned in Batman canon previous to that. But, so what I can, do you mean I can only see 25 it. blimps currently exist? What? That's why. I'm intrigued. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun fact that I did not know. Thank you. I mean, if there were like 25 in the world, I would believe that Bruce Wayne had one. So, yes. But, yeah, that tracks, honestly. Tony Stark probably has the other one bring us the Iron Man blimp. <laughs> Probably, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that shows up in the next Spider-Man movie. So. <laughs> Spider-Blimp. <laughs> it's what we need. Iron so Spider-Blimp. I'd love it. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. 
but yeah, no, Jada, when Ryan gets back to the bar and like Jada's interactions with her were so excellent, top tier, and I'm just like, yes, give me this Jada going forward. That is, in fact, what I want. Please, give me that Ryan and Jada interactions and just Ryan to feel, because like, this is, this is what I wanted from the season. I wanted Ryan to like be happy and feel loved and have a family and just, yeah. Getting that at the end was very heartwarming. I really enjoyed it and appreciated it. So thank you for that, Batwoman writers. I appreciate it. And Marcus is flying around in the blanket. I'm like, that's clearly the Chicago skyline. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, mean, I guess most people don't have like innate knowledge of how much the Chicago skyline looks like than people who live in Chicago, but I'm just like a kick of ass though, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully your comment about the CEO. Yeah, Marcus is like, you can fire me. You can't fire me. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I think, I think uh, that they can, in fact, fire you, especially with the DOJ. I'm not sure how Jada had the DOJ on speed dial or how exactly she got that to happen. But, you know, money. <laughs> I need you to. That is how that works. So, you know, why not? I, I also feel like Jada has just an obscene amount of connections that they're just like, now, anytime they need something, it should be like, Jada knows them. Why? Jada knows them. Just no other. It's like, yeah, that's my one concern for bringing her on for like more seasons. Like, now they're just going to be able to use her for anything. Like, something goes wrong. Jada, that's it. Honestly, like, that's that's just what they're going with. But I, I, I do have questions about how Jada pulled all of that off without like the video or any actual proof. It was just like allegations. So, which I mean, I guess if we're going with one theory allegations, you have a lot of power and they can ruin things, but I don't know. I just have questions, but you know, that's on brand for me. So shooting inside a blimp, probably a bad idea. Yeah. It's not like exactly the same as like a plane, I'm guessing, with like losing pressure, but I just I felt like that was not a good plan. Where he goes on, he like shoots the TV and then he like shoots his pilot and like shoots the comm and the controls. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. If you like shot the controls <laughs> and tried the computer, I'm like, wouldn't the bin just crash? Yeah. yeah, you would think. I feel like I feel like that's what would happen, but you know, they're just like, well, I guess it's just gonna keep circling now. I'm like <laughs> Just gotta do it for the drama. I mean, I guess. No, I'm picturing it going in a circle. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, it does definitely. That's that's a funny image. It, it does definitely show um, Marcus as being like unhinged and just being like, I'm going to shoot you now and I'm going to shoot my blimp because I'm crazy. So I'm like, yeah. okay, sure, why not? I will say I really appreciated Nick Regan. That's great, right? Like his acting this whole episode was. Oh, yeah. It was phenomenal. He, I, as feelings as I might have about. Um, Marcus and his role in the show this season, he he's been killing it as an actor. So I I yeah. definitely appreciate even that. Even the Joker laugh, like I know we're all done with the Joker, but even the laugh, I'm like, yes, you got this. Yes, definitely <laughs> enjoyable. But okay, so <laughs> Mary's in the Batcave and Luke is like telling her how to do the thing, and they have like the banter going on, and Luke is like, I miss this, and Mary's like, what? And he's like, us. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. yeah, I need them. I need season four because Luke and Mary still aren't together. Yeah, yet. So honestly, is- that that's my number one thing for season four. That's what I need. I need Luke and Mary. So that's what we were. We're so confident that that's what we were going to get this season. Yep. Yep. 
we were like, you oh, it's totally going to happen. And it was like, you did. surprise. You did establish romance. It was just not the one that we were thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's that's okay, though. I, I, I love Wildmore and I love Ryan and Sophie together. So, you yeah. know, we can go with that. Not going to lie, that last scene with the champagne, I was kind of hoping like they would just tease Luke and Mary, though, and it would just be like a cute double date. I was like, please. I need we really cute. We got a silhouetted animator in the chat says, what if Marcus's Joker remnants exist still because it's become a heroic Joker character like the Creeper? Hmm. That would be interesting. I feel like it might be a bit much if they're also doing Red Alice, which I mean, remains to be seen if they will be doing Red Alice, but I think that, that would kind of be a bit much to also have that with the same like, you know, former reform thing, but Maybe. Yes. I will say we don't really get that from Jokers a lot, like on TV and in movies. So that would be very interesting to Yeah, see. it would definitely be a different take, which you know yeah. we have lots of repeated takes of the Joker. So Yeah. Oh, Alright. I yes. Wildmore Sophie. I loved how much Sophie was like playing into the plot here and not just like being useless and like really establishing herself as part of the team and like coming up with the umbrella and being like, no, don't cut wires and the bombs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do also like how she helped record the, their own proper message of how to like get everyone underground. That was so smart. Yes, that was great. I, I enjoyed that. I'm like, I'm like Loki. I'm like, I know we're, you know, we're working in the universe of Batman's robes and everything, but like, an umbrella that actually has hypnotic powers. Just, like, also, I, I like imagining they just stood there, like, spinning the umbrella around, recording the audio. Honestly, like, spin, spin, go inside. Oh, wait, instructions. <laughs> spin, spin, spin. Well, like, I'm happy that worked. I was worried that that wasn't going to work. <laughs> yes. So, I, I think that's, that is, um, I think, I think that was a good use of the camp and, like, you know, marrying the campy with their creepy, so... I can get on board with that. Get on board with that. I'm just every time they shot inside the blimp, I was like, would it not just drop out of the sky? Yeah. <laughs> no longer be a blimp. Oh. No. Ryan's like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess that's not gonna work. So I guess I'm just gonna, you know, use my grappling hook to get into the blimp now. Yep. Ryan, so, legit. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, that's that's one way to do things. So, you know what, why not? Why sharp? And then she's in the she's in the blimp and she's like having banter with Sophie and I'm like, guys, please stop, girls, let me love. I'm dying here. <laughs> then Ryan and Marcus are having their showdown and Marcus like honestly thinks this is all about Jada. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't think she cares that much. <laughs> Like, maybe that's what made him snap. I know he asked that before. Like, I don't know. The yeah. competition of having his mother care about someone else. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, that, that, that honestly might be it, though, because yeah. like, it was just too much for him, I guess. Like, maybe he's projecting onto Ryan with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess he just, I don't know, maybe he, like, felt that Jada never really appreciated him because she was trying to fix him. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think I can blame her if you were being unhinged and killing people, but, you know. Yes, uh, they're doing their showdown, though. I, I, I enjoyed that. That was good. But I was like, it's just, it's really not about Jada. It's about, like, 
not killing a bunch of people. Yeah. Great music choice. <laughs> I was like, Ryan, did you really think you fixed Marcus by punching him in the face a few times? Like, A for effort, girl. <laughs> like, you had to get that out of you, but... You're trying. I feel like this whole episode was just like last resorts for Ryan. Like, what can I do? A grappling book, punch in the face, whatever works. I'm just like, okay, okay. But then, yeah, no, Ryan dropping out of the blimp and then using the grappling hook to like get Marcus and pulling him out with him. That that was peak comedy. Okay, really good and chaotic. That was that was wonderful. Thank you, thank you for that. I personally enjoyed. But also, like, I like the way they did it because then it was her getting to use the, like, parachute. But also, my brain's like, but she can also use the capey thing to also kind of fly herself, given what we had in season two. But whatever, this is still good and dramatic. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was good. Sophie's, like, low-key panicking and Ryan's just like, well, I'm not going to die before you buy me dinner. (laughs) It was so, so in character for Ryan to just, like, make it a light moment. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All of their banter was so cute. It was. I, I just thought of a scene I want for them to have dinner. I want them to go back to that, like, schmucky Italian place from season one. Oh my god, yeah. You know, like, full circle. <laughs> like, I wanted them to go back, but, like, dressed to the nines. Yes. Um. I just, I, I, need, I, need a, I need a line of them being like, oh, we're under new ownership. Like, cheers, girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that, please. That, that would be, like, the ultimate show of growth for this show, honestly. It would be Violet in the chat says it's not about your mommy issues, Marcus. It's about the threatened genocide. And yep, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's sorry, it. Marcus. <laughs> I did. Oh. I loved Luke being here to save the day and just yeah. being like, you know, saving and do the thing. Just very, uh, very encore for him, and very much of like the journey that I wanted for him this year. So, yeah. I do wish we got more of the journey. Like, I like what we got in the end, but I kind of wish we had more time to, like, spend with Luke this season. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would have, I would have liked, you know, it was, he he was kind of catchy, honestly. Like, it was like, oh, PTSD, but then, you know, (coughs) doing better and then not. And it it didn't feel very consistent or, like, you know, well thought out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt like the beginning and the end of a character arc, and they kind of just, like, skipped the whole middle portion, which I'm think, happy with both, but I wish yeah. we had the middle. I think just they kind of ended up focusing on Mary for most of the middle of the season, and then yeah. they're like, oops, we're out of episodes. Yeah. I also get worried every time Luke still takes his helmet off to do something, I'm like, buddy, please wear contact <laughs> or something, like, please, yes. bud, bud. <laughs> Uh, just get like a doll- one of those dollar store masks you had in that one episode, please. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, something. Please. Ryan and Marcus are fighting it out, and Alice is just showing up in the nick of time. I'm like, oh hey, I'm here. Here's the door buzzer. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess you're out of Arkham. Like, it's <laughs> perfect. Like, okay. I mean, I'm guessing you you pulled some strings, but if that works, so. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, they were like, oh, let's blow it up over the city's most desolate area. I was like, I'm getting some, like, hardcore arrow, like, the Glades feelings here. And, like, that's definitely going to be what is the basis of next season. Because I'm not entertaining, for just for the record, I'm not entertaining the idea that we're not getting a next season. We're getting a next season. Yeah. I hope so. It's happening. But we better. 
and not between end the the um the end of the episode hook that's like that's definitely where they're going. They're gonna be like, oh, you know, and that's that's pretty classic Arrowverse. They're like, oh, you know, that they I feel like they did that in Legends like six times over. Them <laughs> <And> being them <laughs> being like, oh, the thing you did to save the world last time created your whole new arc for the season. So yeah, it's fine. That works. That works. Yeah. No, I was. I was legitimately crying at Luke's interactions with his dad AI and like it was super sad but I also felt like it wasn't something that they should have like dragged on for too long so I'm kind of glad they did like bring it into it and like I felt like it was a very good ending panicked a little bit when I saw the thing explode I was like where is Luke yeah Mimi uh, messaged me and she was like if we leave him like not knowing if Luke survived like I'm gonna be pissed I was like yeah oh mad so that was the cliffhanger I was worried about, so I'm glad we did not get that. Also, gotta say, when Luke did his dramatic landing with the cute little kid, I was very worried they were gonna do some weird, like, it's actually Marcus. I was very worried. I thought that. It, uh, creepy little children, like, every time I'm just like, it's gonna, something's gonna happen. I don't know how, but my brain was like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> that would have been something. I was scared. Something. Concerned Marcus maybe like wrote some instructions in Crayola for him and was going to be like, you do the Joker's plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Why not? Okay. All right. Oh. But also a little kid asking who he is. I know. And he got the Dowling moment. I was like, this is the only, that's actually the only way to establish your hero name in the Arrowverse. That's yeah. just, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Telling a small child. Yes. <laughs> Season two of Arrow, they're like, who is that? And Laurel's like, that's the canary. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they have Morgus and they're like, well, we'll have to wait until he wakes up to see if the buzzer worked. And I was like, well, I really hope the buzzer worked. Yeah. Yeah, for all that. <laughs> I have everything riding on that right now. So, nope. Know what. Yeah, and they just had him laying there, like, no handcuffs or anything. I was like, if it didn't work, you guys are going to be in for a problem. Again. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. So. Okay, but yeah, no, then he wakes up, and I'm like, all right, good. Just, good. This works. This works. We're not going to have any regression here. We're just going to work with it. I was very anxious that whole scene. Like it was such a sweet, wholesome moment, but I was just like waiting for him to do something that was like, he's still the Joker. <laughs> no, no Joker. No, thank you. I do not want. So yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. Then Alice is off to find herself, and she's getting out of those damn subway tunnels. And yeah. there is like, good for you, Beth. And I was like, yeah. also, I liked how she was angry about the knife stab. I was like, no, that's on brand. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was on brand. Well, see Sophie and Ryan's cute moment. Oh my god, I love them. I love them so much. They, no, no, they really did. They did such a good job, and I love how much everybody really like loves them. And they brought it together, and they have a, like a really good fan base now. That just makes me happy. So yeah, I want all the things for them. But then Mary's like walking. They're like, "This is going to keep happening, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is. It is going to keep happening." So. Also, like, I love the way that Mary's like, I got champagne, like, brings out the alcohol, and then it's like, no, we gotta have a serious moment, and she's just, like, still gonna hold on to the booze, like, I'll no. bring it with me. Yep. I'm just gonna hold this. Relatable. Yep. Yep, Ryan and her team, they're just having a happy moment, and it's like, yes, Thank you. give me all of the happy moments, please. 
I'm going to need some like Ryan and Sophie walking in on Mary and Luke making out next please. season, though. I'm just saying. Please. Reverse please. 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 Come on. I would like that. So. <laughs> and then we have the last scene of the hook of the episode, which is just like a major yikes. And I'm like, yeah, that's on brand. So, yeah. I think they asked about it in one of the articles, and Carolyn Drys is like, well, I'm not saying if we have an idea of who it is yet or who, if we do have an idea, who we have an idea of it is. And I was like, that's yeah. confusing, but okay. <laughs> so basically we're getting no hints is what I'm getting for now. Yeah. It just, it, it looks like, I, I obviously have zero ideas of like horror movie characters because that's not like my thing, but it, it was giving like Freddy Krueger vibes, I think, with like the knives, hands. That worries me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm intrigued, but like, yeah, a little worried too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. But yeah, we have some memes. I was trying to see if there was a way to like post them in the chat, but I don't think there is. Would it be sharing the screen, maybe? Oh, yeah, I think that would work. Let me see if I could figure out how to do that. Uh, my whole thing with the like weird potentially zombie and or corpsey thing. I just was like, oh no, is this gonna just be like bad? Just, I don't know. I was just very worried. Yeah, for sure. That was... What if we get Mr. Bones next season? Who's Mr. Bones? Yeah, I was like looking up who it could be and I didn't know any of the characters, but they all sounded intriguing. Yeah, we had a few We had a few suggestions. Um, one of them was Mr. Bones. One of them was Solomon Grundy. Um, I'm also sharing my screen in case you didn't notice. <laughs> I would <laughs> like Clayface. Some memes from you, Rachel. Yeah, Clayface would be good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sophia and Ryan considered the live slug reaction, reaction in the corner. <laughs> Same. <laughs> And of course, as always, for the uh, those joining us by the podcast, these will be posted in the Twitter account so you can look at them. So, so this is uh, this is yeah, this is exactly what happened, honestly. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob and Patrick as the bat team, like we did it, Patrick, we saved the city. <laughs> the new chops and part of Gotham, we aren't going to talk about for now. <laughs> That's valid. That's very valid. Yes. Yes, Ninth Doctor, just for once, <laughs> everybody loves. Yeah. Yes, I'm happy. <laughs> just, okay. Yeah, okay. I just described what three means. Do you guys want to describe this one? Uh, uh, it's it's the little like star certificate, and it's like congratulations presented to Beth, formerly Alice Kane, for overcoming her trauma without the joy buzzer and needing to hurt herself. You did it, March 2022. The Bat Team and Batwoman fandom. <laughs> It's true. This is this is where we're at. So you know what? That works. I'm good with that. Yeah. Amanda, do you want to do the next one? <laughs> uh, so it's the fairly odd parents meme where this is where I'd put, I'm assuming, I think it's a trophy if I had one. Um, and yeah. This is where I'd put that, that woman season four if I had one. <laughs> we have one. We're not, I'm with Rachel. We're not even yes. acknowledging that. This hasn't been renewed. So. We're not, you know, we're not, um, we're not putting that as a possibility that it's not going to get renewed. It will. It will. It's, it's renewed. And <laughs> so. mm. uh, New Rachel had a note. She said, "Also, if I'm not on the live stream, since I might be watching the Batman at the time, I nice. guess that's what you're doing. So, you know, congrats." 
Uh, if Rita Carson is coming back next season, my pitch is that she isn't for the first half of the season, but shows up in the end of the midseason finale as Red Alice, telling the Bat team that she had a run-in with the religion of crime, but she needs their help. That'd be good. I would like that. Yeah. I would like that. All right, friends. Let's see. Uh, we had one other email from Rylan, who is joining us in our chat. Uh, the, the email was titled, I don't like Marcus, the five paragraph essay. <laughs> very on brand because that's also how I communicate these things. I would also write a five paragraph essay. So. <laughs> we can read that. We will trade off. Um, I will start the first paragraph. Okay. It says, the comic book industry has always centered men. Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Spider-Man, nearly all the household, center, the household superheroes are dudes. This is for a shit ton of reasons. Women not being given jobs behind the scenes, the overall centering of the male gaze, etc. As a result of this, the handful of female superheroes we get, more often than not, tend to be legacies or expansions of the universe already established by a popular male hero. Yeah, These universes are simply more marketable to a mainstream audience, and they're all started by men, because centering female characters are, unfortunately, the ex expiation of, to the rule. Women are simply not given the opportunity to pioneer their own franchise. Uh, I can take the next one. Go for it. Um, despite all this, female heroes have developed unique stories of their own, gaining fandoms because they are compelling and interesting, yet when they are adapted to the screen consistently, that history is erased in favor of borrowing from their male counterparts. It's ridiculous. I watched it happen in real time with Supergirl as a show that started centering Supergirl's history slowly devolved into the Lex Luthor show, and Kara was pushed to the sidelines in favor of letting John Cryer, am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, monologue to the camera, their history of female superheroes isn't considered marketable because no one lets that history be told. Before the Iron Man movies, Tony Stark was a C-tier hero that Marvel only had the rights to because he couldn't be sold for a large sum. The Iron Man movies exposed more people to the character, um, cultivated a fan base around him, and now he's the face of one of the largest movie franchises of all time. Previously, niche characters can become phenomena when you simply expose them to a wider audience, but female heroes are never allowed to have movies or TV shows or Broadway musicals because our society centers male creators and the stories of men. I'll read the next one. Uh, but sometimes you get the opportunity to tell these female-led stories. It's great that we've seen an increase in female-led superhero projects. It's really important. But when you get a chance to tell their stories, I cannot stress how important it is not to draw from what male heroes have already made popular. So many times, stories of other heroes are twisted to fit another hero's narrative. And when inevitably done poorly, sexists will use it as an example of why women heroes shouldn't be adapted to the big screen. Because they are cheated as simply a female version of another hero by the creators, this is all the people look for... It will, uh, looking for it, we'll see. And this is, and that, sorry, I'm gonna make the screen a little bigger on my end, because I am glitching. No worries. I keep zooming out. That's on me. Yeah, my face was like in the camera reading. <laughs> um, because they're treated as a sim simply a female version of another hero by the creators, that is all the people looking for it will see, and that is all they'll think women heroes can be. Even when done well, it defeats the entire purpose of having a show centered around a female hero, to center her history, her side characters, her growth, and her villains. When these projects don't draw on the heroine's history, the best possible outcome is bloistering. Uh, bloistering an already known and loved canon, but not associated with the heroine. Your obviously female characters with the opportunity to cultivate a fandom, and thus the story, their stories remain in the eyes of producers unmarketable. It's a vicious cycle. So when I see a show like Batwoman featuring a mainly black and queer cast that goes out of its way to address minority issues, I expect it better. 
I know I shouldn't, the world sucks, but with the clear writing room, the praises and publicity against organizations like GLAD, and the sheer amount of social topics it addresses and expects to be given a fucking cookie for, the least I can fucking ask for in this show is to center the stories. Sorry, I'm looking at the, the timestamp to make sure I know when to bleep those out. <laughs> um, as for their show to center the stories of the, those minority characters, but apparently that's too much to ask for. There are lots of things I can criticize the show for, the hyperfixation on queer, queer and black trauma, the constant use of mental illness parallels to psychopathy and BPD painted as inherently evil, but this one stinks the most. Because I came to the show wanting to learn about Batwoman, all her wacky adventures show through the lens of a baddest queer Jewish experience. Not that I don't love Ryan, she's amazing, but like, come on CW, why are you so afraid of Jewish rap? But all I'm seeing right now is the CW becoming pissy that they don't get the rights to a Batman show. They never wanted to tell their story. They much that much has become clear to me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Batwoman doesn't need a Joker. She never did. Stop trying to bring in Bruce Wayne or Jack Napier. I promise Batwoman's stories are strong enough on their own. You don't need to keep reminding us Batman exists. That's not why I'm here. I'm here for Batwoman. It's in her name. It's in the title. Stop erasing history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Oh, yeah. LDR, F off, Marcus, you're annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's very valid, honestly. I, I, I agree. I would love for to really have just a season that focused primarily on Batwoman and her villains because there's plenty of them in the comics and everything. And I just, you know, I want Ryan to have a show that's primarily about her and not just, you know, doing callbacks to Batman all the time. So, yeah. Thanks, Rylan. That was really good thoughts. Thank you. Yes, thank you. A I can tweets. start off her tweet. Yes, go for it. Uh, from, from Brian Chifo, a.k.a. Enemy of the Shoe. Good finale. Lots of nods to the Michael Keaton Batman movies and a good WTF was that. Cliffhanger ending some of uh, ending of some zombie survivor. They need that extra layer of security to protect the condiment king's gun from falling <laughs> into the hands of the scary clown, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the damage he could do. Yeah, that, that, is, that is very scary. And new Rachel said, are we getting Red Alice? Which, I mean, I hope so. I really hope that's where we're heading. But... Um, Mark Bickford says, not buying Marcus's cure. Plus, he was too good a villain to give up. I'm hoping Alice comes back as vigilante Red Alice. And for the return of Stephanie in season four, have a great show. I agree. I mean, I don't really want him to be like, surprise, I'm still the Joker, but... It's consistently my complaint about Batwoman. I wish that they like spent more time on each villain, and I think they could have done that with him as well. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would like, you know, I would like an interesting plot for him next season, not for you know everything to be sunshine and roses, but him to you know like have a struggle going back and like trying to rebuild and like I don't, I won't want them to like harp on guilt too much, but like for him to you know have to deal with what he you know did and like that kind of stuff and yeah, rebuild. I think that would be good. So. And Carlin said, this is in relation to um, Alice. This is, I am sobbing, effing breaking down, why? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then about, uh, we had a few thoughts about who the end was. Um, Joseph Snow said, maybe Solomon Grundy. Mark Bitford agreed. And Brian Chifo said, Mr. Bones. So, and then Ryland said, I don't know and I don't care. Why didn't Alice get a hug? Yeah. <laughs> so, in the real questions. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so we had a few postseason thoughts. Um, in one of the articles, Carolyn Drys is talking about um, 
Sophie and Ryan as like the enemies to lovers trope, which just made me think I was like, is this, were you just reading fan fiction and that's how you got here? <laughs> I mean, I'm a sucker for that trope, but. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, would, I would not be sad if that's how that happens. So. Yeah. It's also like, yeah, I do understand they were technically speaking enemies to lovers. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with that. Cool. Yeah. I may, I may want to at some point go back and watch like rewatch season two just to like look at their growth and like particularly them. Yeah, that would be interesting. Maybe, Maybe one of our uh, episodes for the interim between season three and four. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be doing at least one a month. So you know, we'll have we have time to have yeah. some good episodes. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then I also wanted to just chat quickly about like Jada and Marcus as potentially like season regulars and like them being folded into the bat team. And I think that would I think that'd be interesting. I think we got a little like idea of how that would work with Jada at the end of her like helping the team with stuff, which I just I, th I thought that was really entertaining, honestly. So I would like that. And, you know, I feel like they could also bring Diggle in, and I would not complain. You know, that would be good. I I I, I would enjoy that personally. Oh yeah, and that was one of the other things I wanted to bring up. I, this is the TV line article I'm looking at. Um, Curly Dress, they were talking about the possibility of seeing uh, Poison Ivy, and apparently they only got permission to have her as a character for three episodes. Oh, interesting. Okay. It was like at first I was like, well, it's kind of weird that you know, like you only had that, but you had for Renee. But then I remembered like. Renee is not normally canon with Ivy. <laughs> so, that's, okay. that's not what it's doing. <laughs> so, and she's okay. actually m more of a big old Batman character. So I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess we're not seeing any more of her, but. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that means we're seeing her in like future DC projects elsewhere, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Margot is consistently vocal about wanting Ivy as a love interest for Harley, so it's like yeah. that's kind of my hope is that we we'll get that way. That. I hope so. That would that would be really good. So, I am sad that they built so much of it being like Poison Ivy's in this season, and now I'm like, oh, now that makes sense though. If it's only because you had the rights for three seat, like okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it also <laughs> makes sense how they like built things with Mary as like having her like yeah having Poison Ivy, but not like really Poison Ivy. So. Yeah. Like, kind of make it a bigger arc so i do kind of wish we left off with like renee and ivy in separate areas though because i want more renee if we could have had yeah. more. <laughs> that's why I, I, I hope we get like a i don't know like renee comes back and like meets her help for like an episode or two I yeah renee was so good and i miss her <laughs> i want the renee question arc that's what yes. i want and i yeah. keep feeling like they're like maybe and they're like never mind and i'm like please come on <laughs> And, and to, to be fair, one of the other things that Carla Dries is saying in the interviews is we, we ragged on her for last season for being like, oh, we couldn't have any queer female intimacy because COVID. And they, they did deliver on the queer female intimacy this season. So I will give them credit for that. Um, yeah. I think, you know, you could have probably had it last season too. Significantly less Alice and Ocean, which, you know. Yes. yes. Oh, she only made one appearance this season. So <laughs> I'm like, I can live with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But we got. Uh, as the article put it, we had Sophie and Montoya briefly, but then Sophie and Ryan and Poison Ivy and Montoya. So, yeah, I am happy with that. Same. And yeah. All right. Let's 
taking a look at the teaser or the articles and seeing if there's anything else I want to bring in. We're talking about, yeah, Robin Givens being uh, main character next season, potentially. So, um, I was looking up Batwoman villains, and apparently Morgan Le Fay, like Arthurian Legends Morgan Le Fay, is a villain for Batwoman at points. Mm. And I was like, I kind of really want to see Ryan deal with magic, just be like, excuse me. Right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. But also, I would love some more, like, medieval E style villains, just because of how chaotic that would be. Yes. <laughs> Not that I need more magic in the shows, but just the, I want to have them deal with a guy in a suit of armor. Like, please? <laughs> That'd just be really fun. to be like, oh no, the bullets don't work. Like, you know? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> the batarangs just clink off of it. <laughs> like, come on, just like, ding. Now what? Women writers, put Mimi on your team, please. please thank and thank you. you for season four, which we are getting. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, the chat says uh, Nocturna Who is a vampire who would be good for next season. I is thought that... they in. Do we season... use her in the first season? Yeah. Yeah. She was the not vampire vampire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um... The problem with Sophie and Ryan is it seems that Sophie's kink is every Batwoman. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's I fine. don't hate it, but yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Sophie definitely has a, a leather kink, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Somebody said Santa Claus was also a DC character. I would love it like is. a Christmas themed episode just with that as like villain of the week. That would be, yeah, that would be great. As long as we get a line of Alice being like, okay, but I'm Jewish. Like, yes, oh my God, please. yes. <laughs> just be like, walks in with Menorah, what? And they're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> once a season Jewish reference, which we got this year was a Jewish star on the back of a headstone. Yep, you know, keep it, keep keeping the bar low for that. <laughs> but also, I, I would love a holiday episode that would be very nice. Yeah, yeah, something would, like Sophie and Ryan giving each other presents and being yeah. cute. I would like a cheesy Valentine's Day episode. Like Valentine's Day is commercialized holiday and is useless and excuse to buy chocolate, but. But I would yeah. like to see them panic over, like, what do we buy each other? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that would be so cute. I they buy each other the same sweater. <laughs> I feel like at least one of them would go to Mary for advice and have, like, all these crazy things thrown out them by Mary. I picture oh, yeah. them going to Luke and he'd be like, I don't know, get them a sweater. And then they both get a sweater. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and then Mary's like, no, get them boots. So they get, like, they each get similar things, but... <laughs> That would be perfect, yes. Uh, we can definitely talk about what villains we'd like to see next year uh, over the summer and our uh, season 3.5 episodes. Wow, we're really getting, really getting there. <laughs> so that will be very exciting, I'm sure. And yeah, what else? Um, if you guys have thoughts about what you'd like to see us chat about in those episodes, you know, bring them to the chat, tweet us, you know, yeah. go for it. We would love to hear it. We'd love to see it. So let yeah. us know. Uh, Ryland did ask religious. though. Or I was uh, just reading Ryland said uh, in the chat. Is it's also religious? Does she remember she's supposed to be Jewish? Who knows? <laughs> yep. Yep. I personally, I would like it that when she came back, she would be more Jewish. It would fit to the running vibe of like people do tend to leave their Judaism and then like come back to it. I say this as someone who frequently like grew up not caring for it, and now in my later life is invested in my Judaism. So that would be kind of cute. That would be. Saying. I like that a lot. That'd be kind of cute. Then they'd be like, oh, hey, that thing we messed up on. We're finally fixing it in yeah. season four. You know, like, that would be nice. <laughs> Come on, Batwoman writers. Bring, bring it to me. <laughs> oh. 
All right. Well, we're just at a bit over an hour, so I think that's probably going to be it for us for tonight. Um, do you guys want to talk about your uh, personal uh, your, per your personal lessons, uh, your personal social media, and any other projects you'd like to plug? Yes, Kitty, I know you're still here. <laughs> she has a project that she would like to plug. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. It's called Chaos in My Apartment at All Times. <laughs> oh, I can go first. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Peaks and Pages, and Instagram is Charmanda. And yeah, I don't have any projects to plug currently. Also, Chaos in My Apartment at All Times, I guess. It's the millennial way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at MorganScene17. I'm mainly just reading a bunch of books, and now I'm just tweeting about them, but also I'm holding up stacks of books on TikTok being like, I've read so many things. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, I've read things, I have feelings, interact with me. It's quality <laughs> content, so. Thank you, thank you. Sure, it'll be appreciated. Yes. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Rachel Eiley, that's R-A-C-H-E-L-E-I-L-E-Y. And of course, over on Tumblr at Canary at Law. And as always, you can find the show at Batman Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitch Radio, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. If you want to give us a rating and review, that would be super appreciated. You can follow the entire DCTV podcast network featuring epic podcasts for The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, Green Lantern, as well as DCTV After Dark at DCTVpodcast.com. Follow the network on social media at DCTV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And lastly, but not least, of course, subscribe to the Mega Heat Feed on Apple Podcasts, Search Radio, and Google Play. And of course, DCTV Podcast has a public store with all sorts of cool, super cool DCTV slash Arrowverse merchandise. So click on the link in the show notes. And when you buy something from the store, you help support the podcasting network. So, all right, friends, I guess that's it for now. Um, we will, of course, be back soon to talk about all of the awesome things that are going to go forward in over the season and hopefully what, all the awesome stuff we're going to see next season. Not hopefully, definitely. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> we will be back soon. Thank Love you guys for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.